Hi everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Soaking in the Sunlight. My name is Olivia, and I'm a 27-year-old in love with Jesus Christ, and I want everyone to love Jesus Christ as well. And so I'm back with part two of my conversation with Bishop Stacy McQueen, and he is my pastor at Full Gospel Monument of Faith Church in Newark, New Jersey. If you want to learn more about our church, uh, I'll have a link to our church's Facebook page in the show notes. Now, recently, Bishop Stacy McQueen, he wrote a book entitled The Making of a God Man, and it's his uh, memoir concerning different uh, events in his life and how God molded him into the man of God that he is today and how God is continuing to allow him to grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, and so, of course, I had to have him on the podcast because, you know, we talk. We always talk about growing in God and growing in grace. So uh, without further ado, I have the second part of the podcast. Please make sure that your ears and hearts are open to God's word. I promise you, this is a good one. Enjoy. What advice would you give to youth, you know, around the world, not just in the United States, but globally? Um, what advice would you give to youth globally who want to live for God, but so many obstacles seem in their way? You know, we have some listeners, you know, I believe God that they will listen to this who are facing persecution in their families because they've turned away from a certain religion. They might have been Muslim originally and the family was all peaceful in the beginning, but since they've become Christians, you know, their family um, is hostile towards them. You know, they're ready to uh, uh, kick them out, you know, for Christians mm-hmm. who, you know, um, you know, they want to serve the Lord and everything, but they're the only Christian in their community, you know, yes. uh, what advice would you give to, you know, young Christians in the U.S., but also abroad, given, you know, some of the circumstances they may be in? Mm. I think I'll follow you. Um, if they feel led of the Lord to do foreign missions, etc., you're talking about? Oh, no, I'm speaking to some Christians who, you know, uh, uh, they they converted from, say, Islam, for example, and now they're Christian, <laughs> but their family, they are uh, hostile towards them because now they're a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, uh, my question for you is, you know, what advice would you give them, you know, uh, um, as they're trying uh, to serve the Lord, but they're facing this opposition? Um, yeah. Yes. But Jesus in his earth ministry said, um, I did not, and this is, I'm quoting him, I didn't, the Son of Man did not come to bring peace, but a sword mm. in the home. Husband against wife, wife against mother in law, fathers against sons, son against fathers, and that would happen. It's going to happen now. Um, now, another thing, uh, 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 the division that's come into the home because one is saved and another is not. I was in Trinidad some years ago, and this uh, Trinidadian, was she was from uh, India. She's an Indian. And uh, she got married to this uh, black guy. And I asked her, I asked her, I said, what did you, how did your parents feel about you uh, converting from Hinduism to Christianity. 
She said, you should ask me what did they think when I married this black man. So they were more concerned about her getting married to a black man than changing religions. So, uh, but um, uh, you, there are going to be divisions in a home. There are going to be homes where uh, uh, one person or two persons may be saved and the rest of the family have no religious convictions at all. They're just totally heathen and with vulgar language and profanity. And, and But um, the Bible says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So as you trust him and not make decisions on your own. I'm going to leave the house. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to quit this religion. Forget the Christianity because this is too, too hard. No. Be still and know that God is God. One thing that Jesus said that, another thing I should say that Jesus said the Christians should do, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. And those same persons glorify your Father, which is in heaven. So you can shine in the midst of all that darkness. Being in a, a hostile situation is not never an excuse to run away from it. Jesus said this. I'll see, quote you two more scriptures that can help somebody. In this world, you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And he said this, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So if God be for you, who can be against you? Amen. Yes. Um, there's nothing more I can really add to that. <laughs> Um, no, thank you. Um, because yeah, I know that can be a struggle for some people, but my brothers and sisters out there, you know, staying strong, you know, the Lord, the Lord will help you, um, through that. Yes. Whatever you're going through. Let me say this too, Olivia. Um, um, the Bible said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Yes. Know that it's not you, it's God in you. When we are born again, when we accept Christ as our Savior, the Apostle Paul wrote to one of the churches to remind the saints there, you are not your own. You have been bought with a price, and your bodies are the temple of the living God. We don't belong to ourselves any longer. We belong to him, and God's a good housekeeper. Amen. Yes. Yes, he is. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's really good. Um, yeah. And I mean, there's, uh, speaking along the lines of, you know, for youth that are facing hostile, um, situations, but some people, you know, they may not necessarily face that or, um, they may also need to make decisions in life. You know, um, when I was reading in your book, um, in page 92 of the making of a God man, you were saying that first Corinthians 15 verse 58 is a favorite of yours. Um, this is directly a quote from your book. Whenever I arrive at a juncture in life with a variety of roads leading in various directions, 
This scripture solidifies my convictions. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And Bishop, yeah. a lot of youth um, need to make decisions. You know, um, they may be thinking about schools that they want to apply to for college, for high school. You know, some of them might be older, so they might be thinking about marriage, um, moving out, friends to be with, you know, relationships to pursue. You know, but they're kind of at a crossroads. They don't really know what to do. I mean, um, given the scripture, um, what other advice would you give them? you know, in order, uh, um, as they try to make a decision that pleases the Lord, you know, you have some people who mm -hmm. sincerely want to make a decision, um, that pleases the Lord, but they don't want to, you know, make a mistake. <laughs> yeah. One of the problems with decision-making in today's society is that we want everything instant mm. and, um, whatever it is we want to do, we want it to happen now. Or yeah. yesterday, you know, so yeah. uh, instantaneous gratification, mm -hmm. and that's not the best route to take. The Christian uh, must rely upon the word of the Lord, which says, "Wait on the Lord, mm -hmm. trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass." Mm -hmm. To pass, because the thing you may want to do may not be what He wants you to do. Mm -hmm. And we we have a problem, when I say we, I'm talking about the humanity as a whole, have a problem with waiting, you see. That's not one of our best qualities, <laughs> waiting, because um, we, 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 we lack patience when it comes to that. But the Bible assured us, amen, that God, amen, is faithful. Mm. He's faithful. And because he's sovereign, he does what he wants to, when he wants to, at whatever time he wants to. And by the way, as I've often said, time was not designed for God. Time was designed for us. God don't wear a, uh, a, a clock's wristwatch or he don't have a cell phone with a clock in it. and He don't need any of that stuff because he does what he wants to when he wants to. And when he does it, it's the best thing for you and for him. So he does, whatever God does is perfect. Whatever we do without him, I don't care what it is, it's imperfect. Mm -hmm. Because imperfect people can't do perfect things. So that's mm -hmm. why we must rely on God. And we can say whenever we uh, make a decision or choose to do one thing or the other, uh, um, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And so what I do is by God's grace. I'm led of the Lord. Another mm -hmm. scripture, and, and it's not wrong to have ideas. It's not wrong to be uh, creative. That's, mm -hmm. a, it's, that's a gift. That's a gift from God. But let God direct you with that gift. Don't take the mm -hmm. gift and run, run away with it yourself. The mm -hmm. same one that gives you the gift will tell you how to utilize it. Amen. Yeah. So, so, um, we must learn to wait on him, rely on him. And that, and the word trust, uh, I believe, I'm sure you're aware of a definition of that word, being to rely upon, mm -hmm. to depend on. Amen. He, you can depend on him because he's dependable. Yeah. You can rely on him because he's reliable. Mm -hmm. He never lost 
the case. Yeah. And they, when you include him, and, and notice too, everything that we include God in is successful. Yeah. And everything that we leave him out of, sooner or later, it'll come to naught. Jesus. Amen. 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 Uh, wow. Um, I, I can't add to that, y'all. <laughs> Um, you know, Bishop said it all there, you know, so um, if you are in need of making a decision, everybody has to make a decision at some point in life about anything, job, yes. community, etc. You know, um, make sure God is in it. Let me let me um, uh, re refer to a moment. Uh, Apostle Paul, mm -hmm. his name was Saul and uh, he caused havoc in the church because he thought he was right in the church. And those Christians were wrong. He was fighting against God. And when mm -hmm. God stopped him and said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Who are you, Lord, he said. And he said, I'm Jesus whom thou persecutest. Now, he was persecuting the church, the saints. But God said, oh, that's me you persecuting. Mm -hmm. And here is what Paul said when he recognized God's presence. What will you have me to do? He asked the Lord, what will you have me to do? So when we're at a juncture in life, and there's so many, like I said in that book, so many roads lead in different directions, and most of them look good, which one should I take? Ask the Lord, what will you have me to do? Amen. And consciously, he'll lead you down the right path. Amen. Yes. Yes, amen. Um. Yeah, no, uh, you know, thank you so much, Bishop, you know, for sharing your wisdom, uh, your knowledge with us today. Um, I really appreciate it. And I'm sure the listeners out there appreciate it as well. Um, are there, do you have any parting thoughts um, for us before uh, we close out? I would like to say that um, living for God is the best thing anyone could ever do because life um, as long as you may remain on this earth, life is just a short span of time. Eternity is forever. Mm. And all of us going to spend eternity somewhere. We make the choice in this life where we'll spend eternity. If, you, if anyone says, that, well, I'm not going to make any decisions, you made one when you said you wasn't going to. You decide not to. That is a decision. Yeah. And it's the wrong thing to do because eternity is forever. And there are two places. As much as those, uh, there are those that ignore the fact that, uh, don't believe that there is a hell. I believe God's word. I believe mm -hmm. all of it. Amen. Amen. And by the way, the Bible is, does not contain God's word. Now, I'll repeat that. The Bible does not contain God's word. The Bible is God's word. Amen. All of it. All of it. So you can't take parts out and say, well, I'm not going to do this part. I'll do the other part. No, I tell you like God said to Ezekiel, eat the whole roll. All of it. And that, so you need to make preparations to spend eternity with him and not with Satan in hell. You don't have to go there. Hell was not designed for people. 
The Bible said hell was the, was, was prepared for the devil and his angels that he drew out of heaven with him or got kicked out with him. That's what hell was prepared for. But the Bible goes on to say hell enlarged itself to make room for people that will reject Jesus Christ. Don't do that. Give your life to him. God loves you. And so do I. Amen. Um, you know, actually, Bishop, um, you know, since uh, you're talking a lot about, you know, salvation, basically, and preparing oneself, would you like to lead um, the listeners out there for anyone who doesn't know the Lord um, in this sinner's prayer? Yes, yes. And <clears throat> what we do, it's called repentance. Jesus spoke about repentance in the in the New Testament. Uh, he, he talked about it a couple of times on a couple of different occasions that they need to repent. Uh, so repentance is a godless sorrow for having done wrong. <clears throat> Anyone that would say, well, I've never did no wrong. Well, the Bible says this, and God's word is true. We were born in sin and shaped on iniquity. So if you never did nothing but stole a cookie at the cookie jar, you're still <laughs> bound for hell unless you repent of your sins. Amen. And God does not categorize sin like human beings. Human beings call one sin worse than another. Homosexuality is worse than smoking a cigarette. Let me just use that as an analogy and as a fact, really. If the person smoking cigarettes does not repent and die a smoker, they go into hell and go into the same hell that the homosexual will go to if he don't repent. So you're not going to separate hells. So God do not categorize sin. Adam committed one sin and got put out of the Garden of Eden. Didn't smoke no cigarettes, didn't take pop any pills, didn't commit adultery. There's only one woman in the world. So, but he disobeyed God. And sin is the transgression of the law of God. Mm -hmm. So we all have sinned, the Bible says, and come short of the glory of God. Realizing that, I'd like to lead you in prayer that may be hearing of you in this here in this uh, podcast that don't know Christ as your Savior. Repentance, God is sorry. Tell him you're sorry. I'll repeat a prayer, pray a prayer, and you repeat after me, and God will hear you and set you free. He said in his word, him that come to me, I will in no wise cast out. I'm ready to pray. Repeat after me. Dear God, in the name of Jesus, you said that you died for me and rose again for my justification. Thank you for dying for me and shedding your blood for the remission of my sins. I repent of my sins and ask you to forgive me. And your word said you would. If I call upon the name of the Lord, I would be saved. Jesus, save me, and I'll live for you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer and made it in your hearts, you're saved right where you are. I encourage you to find a church, amen, where the Bible is being taught or preached. And if you're nearby, at 527 South Orange Avenue, I'm the senior pastor there. 
come and share with us. We're there tomorrow morning. Uh, I, uh, we begin with prayer at 9.30 for half an hour, then Sunday school immediately after. And then we go live on Facebook at high noon. I'll be preaching tomorrow. I just came off of a five-day sabbatical, and I'm ready for tomorrow. So meet us there. I'll be preaching the word and praying for the needs of the people. God bless you, Olivia, my daughter. I appreciate you and being with you tonight on this podcast. Amen. And I trust that something I said, some of what I've said, have meant a lot and helped someone that will view it. Amen. Thank you so much, Bishop. I really appreciate it. Um, thanks so much for coming on. Again, folks, um, you can also, I have a link to our church's Facebook page, Full Gospel Monument of Faith, in the show notes as well and on social media, um, and also links to like a Bible and things like that, um, just so you can grow in your relationship with God. Um, also, if you're interested in buying Bishop's book, that'll be linked in the show notes as well um, on Amazon. So I pray that you have a lovely day. Um, remember to always soak in the sunlight because Jesus is the light. And thank you again, Bishop, for joining.